Hey, 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 short rounds of beds and birders. My name is Doug, and I love minis. This is Doug Loves Minis. The show that is happy to not have to work with publicists because I don't need a publicist to get me on my show. Coming to you from DLM HQ in Hollywood on Thursday, February 23. 2017, I'll check in on the DLM challenge, Oscar challenge, that is, and I'll do some Doug plugs, but first, let's talk about what happened at UCB Franklin location in Los Angeles on Tuesday night. I am assuming most of you listening to this have heard that. Maybe you turned it off part way through and didn't hear what I like to think was a fairly happy ending under the circumstances. Let me walk you through it. A publicist reached out to me, same publicist that was trying to get Emil Hirsch on the show and failed. And by the way, Emil Hirsch watch is over. He will never be on the show. I've been reminded repeatedly while trying to get him on the show that he choked a lady executive in front of witnesses at the Sundance Film Festival. He apparently did some time for the crime, but he recently lost a job. Uh, He had a part in some new thing at Paramount, and then somebody went, hey, isn't he the guy that strangled one of our executives? And so they uh, unhired him, and uh, I am unrequesting that he be a guest on the show. So that same publicist reaches out to me and says, Would you like to have Alicia Silverstone, Anne Haish, and Sandra O oh on the show to promote their new movie, Catfight? And I was like, Hell yes! Three great actresses who have never been on. I met Anne Heche once a long time ago, but I don't know any of them. This is going to be a treat for me and the audience. And then the publicist says, would you also like to have the director of the film, owner? And I'm like, what? Is there more than one director in the world named Owner? Or is this the guy I threw off Doug Loves Movies several years ago at the Traverse City Film Festival? One of maybe only two guests in the history of the program that I had to throw off, ask to leave during the show, who then apologized the next day and I've been fairly friendly with ever since. So I look it up on IMDb, because IMDb, and boom! There it is. Owner Tuchel, director of Catfight, starring these three great actresses. So I'm like, yes, sure. Let's have him on. I kicked him off my show once before, but he apologized, and he seems like a nice guy. He just was a little drunk. So let's, uh, let's do this. What could possibly go wrong? And as you know, a lot could go wrong. 
Uh, Anne Heche has had a reputation over the years and even wrote a book <laughs> where she pretty much admits that she's crazy and thinks she's a celestial person named Celestial from another planet. And uh, she's a person that confuses many people out there thinking that being gay is a choice because she chose to be with Ellen for a while in between, I believe, two marriages to men. So anyway, <laughs> I should have saw the writing on the wall, but maybe I thought Alicia Silverstone and Sandra Oh would be, uh, you know, um, they would be mitigating factors. Like they would maybe make everything a nice, calm experience. Maybe they, the fact that they're all doing press together kind of implies that they all had a good time making the movie. So Sandra Oh shows up on time ready to go, full of questions. She's interested in what's going to happen. I'm trying to answer her, but it's a little hectic. Put Your Hands Together ran long, which is cool. That happens at UCB. I used to apologize to Put Your Hands Together all the time when I was on before it. So that's fine. And it also worked out good because Owner and Anne were late. If the show had started on time, they would not have been there on time. They arrive... Owner's like, let's go get high. I'm like, okay. We go outside. We have a fairly nice session together. But he is he is pumped up. Like, I don't know if he's drunk or excited or a combination of the two. And he's asking me lots of questions. He's like, are we going to talk about the movie? I'm like, yes, we're going to talk about the movie. And then we're going to play some games? Yes, we're going to play some games. We're going to try to play some games. Is Jeff Tate going to be here? I don't know why he asked that. I was like, no, it's just the cast and you. Like, it's just those three ladies and you. And uh, then it turns out Alicia Silverstone had to cancel for personal, like, family reasons, which I totally understand. But I also was like, yeah, that makes sense, because I, I never really expected to get all three of those actresses at the same time. After they had just done a long press day. I think what happened is Sandra went off with her man after her press day, and Anne and owner went somewhere and boozed it up. So like I said, I was smoking with owner and he says, did you see the movie? And I said, no, I want to wait and see it on the big screen. And he's like, good for you. You're a purist. Good for you. And he goes, but you've never saw Summer of Blood, one, you know, his movie that he had been promoting at uh, Traverse City Film Festival. And I was like, no, I never saw it. And I didn't explain to him that I never saw it because it, it just doesn't sound appealing to me. But but also, uh, you know, <laughs> I'm a little raw when it comes to owner's first appearance on my show. So now we're going to make it all right. It's going to be a podcast redemption straight out of Tosh.0. Owner's going to go on there and we're going to have fun together and it's going to be fine. Then, of course, we get out there, and Anne Heche is just weird from jump. Like, she doesn't know why she's there, but decides to take over. Starts screaming about wanting tape, and why don't they have tape, and what kind of theater doesn't have tape. Uh, a nonprofit 99-seat theater where there's a couple of people that work there, and you're just suddenly screaming on stage that you need something. Give it a minute. Oh, as it turns out, and it did only take a couple minutes, and they brought her some fucking tape. What'd she need the tape for? 
to tape the catfight poster up on the wall behind them because that was an important thing that needed to get done. Not sure why she didn't get there two hours early to take care of that uh, like a professional would. A non-drunk, non-celestial professional. So, you know what happened on the show. But here's some interesting behind-the-scenes tidbits. My friend told John, who was instrumental in getting owner to just leave uh, when, uh, when the shit started going wrong, tells me that backstage, while I was making my opening remarks on stage and about to introduce my three guests, owner says to Sandra O oh and Anne Heche, you know what, you guys? We don't need to do this. We can get out of here right now. We can just leave. Let's leave. Let's go. That's what he's saying. That's his attitude. After talking to me outside about how this is going to be great, we're going to have fun, the second he gets the chance, he wants all three of them to just bail entirely, and then I'm going to introduce them, and, and none of them are going to appear. I assume Sandra O oh was the voice of reason in that situation and said, no, we're here, we agreed to this, let's do it. So then, of course, they did do it. But then, after Owner leaves the stage and Anne Heche leaves the stage, they stuck around. Anne Heche stood uh, off to the side by the audience and watched a lot of the show saw what was going on, saw that, you know, the audience was laughing and that it's a perfect, it's a very easy show to do and Sandra O oh was, was great. And then they got together with the publicist, owner and Anne, and they wanted to come back onto the stage while the show was still going and apologize for what had happened, which would end up re-ruining the show because there's no way they could have gotten through an apology without it getting ugly again. Because they were both just so combative and trying so hard to be funny without being funny at all. I mean, you guys heard it. I don't need to describe it to you. A couple people on Twitter thought I was rude. But I assume those people were just such big Anne Heche fans that they gave her the benefit of the doubt. Which she absolutely does not deserve. Oh, congrats to nobody for figuring out that the last mini was called Stand By Me because it was Doug Lowe's movie's regular Jerry O'Connell's birthday on that day, February 17th. Thank you for all the guesses. Better luck next time. How are you guys doing in the DLM challenge? I'm going to get to that in a second, but first, Doug plugs... Tuesday night stand-up show at the Ir Irvine <laughs> at the Ybor City, Tampa, Florida Improv. Bring your name tags. We'll get you all up on stage and play a big game of Last Man Standing and somebody will go home with some semi-valuable prizes. Oh, and be sure to tune in tomorrow to my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Doug Benson, for a six-hour bongathon installment of Getting Doug With High from 4.15 Pacific Time to 10.15 Pacific Time. I'm going to be on camera all six hours 
getting high with my guests that will rotate in several of the bailiffs from the high court which premieres on monday on comedy central at midnight after at midnight i'm doing pretty good in the uh, dlm oscar challenge some people are doing better our friend vox whatever saw the salesman a lesson in how to take a tragedy and make it far worse oh that's maybe uh owner and ann should uh, get that lesson <laughs> K-E-T-E-0-0 saw the live-action shorts. So he says he's seen 57 out of the 62 films nominated for Oscars. He says about the shorts, lots of meh, lots of subtitles. Uh, Yeah, they're all foreign. They all had subtitles. And um, people who use the word meh when criticizing something are, in my opinion meh people try using some words try being descriptive i know it's onomatopoeic but still and uh i liked all five of the live action shorts to be honest with you i try not to lie to you Jarrett morland he's at 60 of 62 what two things do you still have to see uh, fire at sea, ad- admirable for its lack of manipulation un- and uninvasive, honest subject matter, but is fatally slow. You see, Kate, Kate, zero zero. He could have said fire at sea, meh, but no, he said a bunch of things that are more descriptive and uh, helpful. <laughs> I'm mad at everybody. Uh, B underscore rock vandal saw 4.1 miles story of Greek boat captain rescuing refugees from waters between Greece and Turkey touching and heartfelt you know maybe I should have picked that uh, to win because that sounds uh, extremely topical and important and I think that's what the Oscars are mostly going to go to Um, listen to comedy film nerds Uh, Their latest episode is the uh, Oscar ep where Chris Mancini, uh, Graham Elwood, and I all just go through and name what we think will win, what should win, and what will win. And, uh, but then again, don't use my picks for your Oscar pool and then blame me later because I think a lot of it's very obvious and then, and then there's, you know, some of it's a crapshoot. Um... B. Rock Vandal also saw Joe's Violin, A Sweet Touching Story, and Nocturnal Animals. Love concept of seeing book played out in character's mind. Michael Shannon is excellent. Ending left me wanting. Did did you find the ending to be meh? Uh, <laughs> and Roberson86 saw Blind Vaisha. Unique animation style supported by simple but ponderous question. Yeah, I mean, it's I'd call it fucked up that poor Vaisha has one eye sees the past and one eye sees the future and she can never see the present. That is a messed up scenario. And I gotta say, the five animated shorts left me cold. If I was a word that, if I was a person who uses the word meh, that this is where I would use it, is with the animated shorts. Uh, 
Krogue underscore con is at 57 out of 62. Time code, not much meat to this one, but very cute. And best ending line of dialogue. Yeah, time code is, um, is pretty charming. But I don't think it'll win because some of the other shorts are just so heavy. Specifically, I think Silent Nights is going to win. Um... Captain Dave Man saw Hacksaw Ridge better than I expected, but ultraviolet deserving of its nominations. Okay, I, that's the one Best Picture nominee I still have to see. He also saw Florence Foster Jenkins, really enjoyable, but not worthy of an Oscar, in my opinion. Okay, but at least it's enjoyable. Um, here is Krogue Khan with, he saw Silent Nights, one of the most honest shorts on love and longing I've seen. Still not sure who I was rooting for. Okay, interesting. You kind of have to have seen that one to uh, get what he's saying there, I think. Lindsay, it ain't so. Saw a man called Ova. Hands down, my favorite of 42 films so far. 99 cents on Amazon. Okay, there's a good tip to go check that one out. <coughs> it's too bad this... Uh recording device doesn't have a cough button I guess I could pause it when I'm about to cough let's try that okay let's continue um, oh Mark J Tompkins Hacksaw Ridge finally got this off my back closed out six categories full of cliches and ridiculously gory oh okay well that makes me feel a little better about not having seen it yet. I gotta see that one before Sunday. You gotta see all the Best Picture nominees. Ponch22 saw L and has now seen all 44 noms, 17 films in the Big 8 category, which he calls Picture Directing, Acting, and Writing. Um, yeah, I guess that's good to try to see all the movies in the Big 8. I should probably start there and work my way down. I really need to see Loving to see uh, Ruth Negga's performance that got nominated for uh, Best Actress. Suburban Hood saw Arrival, Damn Good Sci-Fi, only 13 out of 62, so I don't know how the Oscar challenge is going to work there. <laughs> for you, Ludican saw Jackie. Well, at least it was under two hours. <laughs> Yeah, that is oh, that's just a dreary, dreary ass movie. I gotta say, uh, Mrs. Underscore Matman uh, says I had to go back and do the math. I have seen forty three out of sixty two movies for the challenge. Okay, thanks for the update. Frisky Disky just says I would really like Hacksaw or Manchester to win, but I know it will go to La La Land. Okay, well. Uh, I don't think uh, Hacksaw Ridge. Uh, the opinions on it seem more mixed than uh, than that. Uh, that it, that it deserves to win seems like a stretch. But like I said, I still got to see it. So I'll apologize to you, Frisky Disky, if uh, if I love it. <laughs> Captain Dave Man also saw Moonlight. Well made, but I don't feel all three parts hold up equally. Well, Marshala Ali is uh, certainly, uh, you know, he's great in the first section of the movie, so that does sort of make it a little lopsided. But, uh, you know, 
Ludican also saw Moonlight and really enjoyed the way this story was told. The way the cam moved before the fight made me a little sick, though. Oh, okay. <laughs> sick to your stomach because of the the motion of it or just the the notion of it? Oh, D.M. Eich saw Loving, a good film telling an important true life story, but don't think Ruth Nega did enough to get Oscar win. Okay, well, nobody's saying she's going to win. It's going to be Emma Stone or Isabel Hubert. Um, oh, and uh, B. Rock Vandal underscore Rock Vandal says, Paris Cider and Cigarettes, my favorite of the bunch. Awesome animation and a story that keeps you enthralled. I thought the animation looked really cool in that uh, animated short, but 35 minutes is not short in my book, and I found it uh, boring overall. Philly film fans saw Life Animated. If you don't already know the story, and you should, this is the best version. Oh, interesting. Um, I like that movie very much. So, there's not a ton of you taking the challenge or doing well in the challenge, but those of you who are, congratulations to you. And keep up the good work. I'll check in at least once more before Sunday. Uh, probably Saturday, but maybe Sunday itself. We'll see. Maybe tomorrow. Oh, I'm so full of maybes. Babies. As always, Owner Tuchel and Anne Heche. This is Douglas Manny. Anyway. This is Douglas Meany.